With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Bobo! Happy live drop Friday from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, two games now are final in the NBA playoffs tonight. Atlanta gets back into the series against the Celtics. They win game three, 130 to 122. Right now, the only game happening. Uh, Denver leads Minnesota by 10, 69 59 early in the third. And it's the only game going because the New York Knicks have just put the finishing touches on a slam dunk effort, thumping the Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I have all my great adjectives out right now, Mike Harmon. 99 79 the final. And I just saw a stat before the end of the game that I can't believe is true, but I'm going to give ESPN the benefit of the doubt because you know it is ESPN. The Cavaliers, the first team this season in the NBA regular season or playoffs to be held under 80 points in a game. I can't believe that's true. Really? And did not everybody scored at least 80? Nobody scored in the 70s in a game? 
I yeah, find that I, hard to believe. Well, it's you, you've set a, a whole new uh, record, hand in the banner. Your Bulls didn't do it, didn't they score like 62 in a game or something, or like 47 in a game once? 47. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, there's been some really uh, a- terrible efforts through the years. Go back to those series in the 80s in uh, early 90s. There's no question about it. But, hey, th- this, watching it, you felt like it was historic. In the level of an ineptitude. Our guy Kenny Rhoda in Cleveland is incensed. He can't wait for the draft because he can at least wash away this uh, sting, this pain, this stench of the effort or lack thereof that was put up by the Cavaliers mm. tonight no, at the Garden. It was because the Knicks were that good. Give them credit. The Knicks were just that good. It's so good at the end. The fans yeah. were chanting for Derrick Rose, and Tibbs put him in the game with like a minute and a half left to go. First game since the early part of January. He yeah. put Derrick Rose in. We work in sports talk radio. We don't talk about how well somebody does something. We talk about the guy, somebody sucking. And this is uh, an instance whereby the, the Cavaliers were just uh, a, a new level of suckage uh, to your New York Knicks. Give the Knicks credit. Don't keep saying I'll give R.J. Barrett some credit off the jump. He had a good good start to the game. He'd been on the side of a milk carton, so it was good to see him back in the mix. Look, the Knicks shot 47% from the floor. It were, it were, it, just because one team was bad, give the Knicks credit because the Knicks are really good. I've been telling you, the Knicks are well, I'm not are saying they're really, really good. good. They were just better than this iteration of the Cavaliers tonight. You know, the garden was too big. Maybe they went to a Broadway play, and maybe they couldn't get it out of their mind. Maybe it mesmerized them. Maybe they went and saw you know, the uh, Demon Barber of Fleet Street with Josh Groban, and it just mesmerized them to the point where they couldn't get on, on straight. I went to see Phantom before it closed. It was so sad. Oh, it was really, really, really sad. Hey, hey don't mock people that. I mean, that's their passion. You you root and, ch- and cry for the Mets and the Knicks and when the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers. Still a Packer, by the way. Some folks were were tearful that that Broadway play closed after all those years. I love Christine Daae. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I didn't like to be comped at all. He was awful. Uh, do, you, do you not have a soul? No, I mean, that, that, now you're just mocking theater lovers. I'm just saying, dude, I go to we theater We embrace all the everybody time. here. I, I, I think I know the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack by heart. You know, every single song. Come on, man. I go to theater all the time. We go back to New York. I always go see a play. And when I say play, I mean the Mets, Dad! No, I go, we go to a play. You know, you're not watching the back. Mets now. I'm watching the Mets. You kidding? I'm watching the Mets right now. Frostburg found it. I'm watching the Mets lead the Giants 1-0 yeah, here but, on but Friday night. You, but now yeah, you buddy. found it through some weird internet feed I <laughs> Discord app. It. And, and no, no, no. pretty soon that, that computer's going to catch fire. Uh, I <laughs> found it. Frostburg found it. And right now, our manager, Scott Shapiro, who listens to the show every night, is going, hmm, how did you find the Mets game? It, no to self. Text Frostberg on Monday to see how he found it. Tell Alan. Uh, but no, but listen, let's not let, let's not get, get away from the big story of the night, and that is the Knicks 20-point win over the Cavaliers. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you right now, because you know I've been telling you about the Knicks all year, and people have uh, poo-pooed the Knicks just because they don't want to like the Knicks. I don't want to like them because I'm sick of the Knicks, and I don't... They've been terrible for a decade. Don't give me your sick of the Knicks. The Knicks are really good. They are deep. Jalen Brunson has been the biggest free agent signing in the last few years in the NBA. He has transformed their entire culture. 
right? Jalen Brunson has been huge, better than anybody thought. I told you right away, they're a different team with Jalen Brunson. They are really dangerous. And in a year right now where Joel Embiid is hurt, who knows what that's going to mean for the Sixers? Giannis is hurt. What does that mean for the Bucks In a why-not-us type year for everybody in the NBA, my biggest concern about the Knicks, outside of staying healthy, because that goes without saying for every team, is can they handle success? Can the Knicks handle success? Because when they got to the playoff last time against the Hawks, they talked great. They won that one game at MSG. They're thumping their chest, and that was it. The series was over. Can they handle success? Can they handle being up 2-1? Can they handle being up 3-1 with a chance to close out a series? Can they not lose it? Can they not get too far ahead of themselves? Because I see it with the Jets whenever the Jets are good all the time. This past year, I knew the Jets have to be able to handle success if they're going to win. And guess what? They couldn't. Robert Sala's talking about receipts when they're 5-2. and two. It's, dude, we're 5-2. and two. Let's stop, man. You're talking big, talking big. The Jets have never been able to handle success. I've seen that for years. Now this Knicks team, this is different because it's the first time the Knicks have gotten really good and they're starting to get that attention for being better than just, ah, they're in the playoffs. Can they handle success? Can they handle this game here, winning by 20, and can they come out with a really desperate Cavaliers team and be able to shut them down and go up 3-1 and take a stranglehold on the series? That's my biggest concern with the Knicks. Can they handle success? Because with my teams in the past, I've seen it. It happens in New York. You win a game, you start feeling great about yourself. It's what happened with Rex Ryan when he was coaching the Jets. The Jets won. It was awesome. The Jets lose. It was like the worst thing in the world. It happens everywhere. Can the Knicks handle success? It's my only question because they have everything else they need. You have Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle who are a great one-two. R.J. Barrett every couple of games says, don't forget about me. Right? Mitchell Robinson is big down low. You're coming off the bench with guys like Toppin and, and Hart quickly who can score 30 in a game or 35 in a game. The Knicks are good. They're deep. They're for real. They are here. But can they handle success? I really thought you were going to go on for another five minutes on a this-is-your-life kind of tour of every everybody that's failed you after hot starts in the last 50 years. That's a lot really of teams. I really was going to go up and get that's a, a cup lot of, of coffee. Teams. That's a lot of teams. I'm just saying, like, the way you just started that, I'm like, all right, here he goes. He's going to monologue like it's a one-man ad a play on Broadway. Like, what? what is it? It's a spotlight in him walking around chronicling all the way his teams have failed him through the years. And the only thing accompanying him is a montage of images that will be cast uh, on a screen behind him. Hey, look, there's Keith Hernandez. Look, there's David Wright. Look, there's – yeah, you keep on going down the line um it it is a curiosity right today you had that nice uh balance in the force and that barrett has a huge game when randall well frankly does not finishes with 11 and 8 plus 19 for the night again the ineptitude of the cavaliers on display give him uh some credit for flashing on defense and whatever now and again but in 33 minutes he was 3 of 15 from the field you that's your second best guy and they actually did a big graphic on it early in the game because you watched how poorly both Garland and he were playing. So the number twos that you would expect to show up and give you big efforts, and especially Garland after his game two effort, four of 21 from the field, one of seven from three, minus 21, finished with 10 points, a couple of floaters and useless uh, buckets down the stretch, except for those that were live betting. Perhaps it got you over there. But beyond that, it was um, an abject failure at every turn for the Cavaliers. For your Knicks, the fear is always that you're going to run out of gas because of the way Thibodeau plays you. So being judicious with minutes in in a game like this, you need to. So Green and and 
I'm sorry, going going through their roster. You look at 18 minutes for Hartenstein, 29 for Hart, 23 for Quickly. Just down the line, you, you added uh, a little more mix so you, you didn't run guys uh, into a wall, which is the history. And maybe it's a reputation that's unfair, and, and maybe it's it, maybe it isn't because players, time and again, will talk uh, talk up Tibbs where they can. They talk about how hard he is to play for, but there's a respect, and so you still have another two months of playoffs. That's the thing I fear, right? Embiid, I think, is more a don't suspend him. Uh, it's 3-0, precautionary, sit him down. The Giannis injury, kind of big, but they're deep. So they're still going to be a pain to take out regardless. And then all of a sudden, Atlanta makes things interesting by taking a game against the Celtics. So you'll operate in a little bit of chaos. Yeah, your, your Knicks are, are interesting. Would I pick them to run away and, and suddenly just because Jalen Brunson's the, the guy that you attached yourself to and fell in love with from, from day one? And then everybody else jumped on your bandwagon. Yeah. I saw you. You built it. Yeah, I built it. You I really built that thing, man, with my two hands. Yeah. I built it all by myself. You may or may not have gotten a Brunson for MVP tattoo three months ago. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe, maybe you did. did. Or maybe it was at least a henna tattoo you know, that lasted a few days and then washed off. But the, the point is that you've got a squad that is deep enough to be interesting. Now will the secondary players be? I like the the cut of uh, Brunson's jib. We did even when he was in, in Dallas. That I don't think the moment's too big for him. Problem is, can he carry his teammates across the threshold with him? That's the bigger fear. Ah, uh, he is he is money man. I'm telling you, he he he. This is why I talked about him for MVP. Obviously, are there players that have a little bit wider skill set? Sure, they do. I'm not saying the guys Giannis or the guys Jokic, what these guys can do, but not to mention the tampering and no, cheating that was the, going. Hey, on. wasn't he worth it? What wasn't he worth no, it? For what they're gonna, for what it? the NBA is going to do to you? Are you kidding me? Hey, you know what you do? Uh, you you need to give us the interest in whatever you buy next on Shark Tank. I mean, what, I mean, come on, come on. The Knicks, the Knicks went and sat courtside. All the guys were going to recruit him and sign him. Oh, Holding up signs like they were cheering on their favorite wrestler. Come to New York. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. You'll Uh, look good in our uniform. Look, we photoshopped it for you. He has meant everything because as much as the Knicks were gathering talent for the last couple years, and they were, they were gathering a lot of talent. They're pretty deep. They go one through eight, one through nine, and a lot of teams would be jealous at having the players they have. you got guys like Quickly and Obi Toppin coming off the bench that can dominate games. That's pretty good. But you needed someone to bring it all together. And Julius Randle's not a guy that's going to bring a team together. Hey, he was found money. Look how good he was. He's in the right system. He, everything, is, everything is great for him in his career finally, right? For a long time, he was a really good player on bad teams. But now, he's a good player on a good team. But is he a leader? No. You saw how sulky and sullen he got last year when things weren't going right. But now Jalen Brunson's come in, and that's it. This is his team. This is absolutely 100% his team, and it was his team from the first time he walked on the floor. He changed everything. That's why I talk about him for MVP, because no one's had an impact on the team like he's had this year. It's been insane to see that overnight transformation. Look, the Knicks showed promise two years ago. They get to the playoffs. They win 41 games. Hey, that's great. Yeah, That's really good. But then they get shown, all right, in the first round of the playoffs, this is what playoff basketball is like. Okay, they take a step back last year. We need a leader. We we need somebody to come in and be the center of our franchise, and that's Jalen Brunson. 
And he, I'm, I'm telling you, he's meant more to this team than any other free agent signing the last couple of years. And you, you see right now, they're really, really good. Can they yeah. handle this success? I mean, I mean, can they handle success? That's the only thing, because I could yeah. see him coming out and being real flat and getting something game four. I could see one of the players, cup players, saying something that they probably yeah. shouldn't say in between games because they're feeling all well, happy. Well, kind of like you, getting all chirpy now. You were all sullen and quiet and moved on to every other story in sports well, the other as, night. as you say the show's tonight. I'm not no, playing no, no, the no, game. No, you were hiding and running away. Oh, they got beat. Doesn't matter. I kept saying, no, I it's told one you. Game. No, it's no, no, one no, game. No. Everything's fine. I told you it doesn't matter. They're going to be at 3-1. Don't lie. Don't put words in my I told you after they got killed by the Cavs, it doesn't matter. They're going to be up 3-1 going back to Cleveland. I told you that. That's all I said. That's all I said. And I was right. I'm going to be right. R-I-G-H-T. R-E-L-A-X. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I need a shot and I, I need it fast. If I can't have a Pete Alonzo homered, Pete Alonzo hit a home run. The Mets are winning for nothing just after the Knicks beat up the Cavs. 
Go CC. Five second CC DeVille. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason yeah. Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah, you know buddy. They should have hired these guys for the draft next oh. week. They'd actually play their instruments. Buddy, Poison doing the draft? Are you kidding? That would be fantastic. Oh, well, they announced uh, a couple of other bands who uh, are rumored to not really be playing live on their big stadium uh. shows. You know, I met C.C. DeVille once. Did up, you? Up the road from here at the Pineapple Hill Saloon. At the bar one night, he was in there hanging out with some friends. It's a fantastic uh, place. Yeah, and I and I met him. I said, "Hey," I said, "You know, hey, my name's Jason. I'm a, I'm a huge fan." He was just hanging out at the bar talking with people. And I said, "Yeah, Jason, been a big fan going back to high school." He goes, "Oh, thanks, man, thanks." He goes, "Yeah," he goes, "Yeah, I kind of like hanging out here. Kind of, I can fly under the radar. It's really cool." Yeah, because he looks out here. just like everybody else. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, look, you know, CC Deville. This is CC Deville in his fifties. You know, it's not CC Deville. Doesn't matter. He still got big hair. He yeah. didn't tell you to beat it. No. No, he's a really nice dude. He was talking. He talked to everybody. He was sitting up in the corner, just hanging out, and, cool. and was talking about bands and stuff. Here's how long ago it was. Here's how long ago it was because he was talking because somebody played a song on the jukebox. He goes, "Oh, I love this band," and they were new at the time. I love this band. What? What? Uh, effervescence, right? Effervescence, and we're like, no, Evanescence, Evan. Right, 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 right. This was like when Evanescence was brand new when they were good. You know, when their first album was out, and uh, uh, you know, because every other album since then has been terrible. But he uh, said, "Yeah, Evanescence. I'm like, now that's what Seven Up always had. Evervescence. Had Evervescence. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Evervescence. He tried to go for the big word. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, to get you caught up, because yes, we need to tell you the truth here. Pete Alonzo just did go yickety off of Di Sclafani. Mets lead the Giants 4-0 in the top of the fifth inning. Uh, yes, this on the heels of the Knicks. 99-79 win over the Cavaliers. And the Yankees got thumped today. It's my own personal sports day. What a big Friday for you. It is. It's a big Friday. Big Friday. So far, yes. big Friday. So far, still ways to go. That's so good. Far. So far, I have electrical Friday. issues with the car where my headlights don't work. So driving home from the studio yesterday was fun. Ooh. So my Friday, not as good as your Friday. Ooh, wow, buddy! <laughs> you got to get your lights on. Are you driving home like with a, holding the holding the flashlight out of the yeah, out of the window? It felt going, like it. There it's it like, is. Here. My car's coming. How many cell phones and iPads can I hold out the window to make it look like I'm full of lights? Like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy. <laughs> yeah. No. It was a harrowing experience uh yeah we'll get that we'll get that rectified and go so my friday not as uh, fun but that's okay hey jason what do you got for and, the, and the white Sox lost to the rays yeah uh, i'm sorry about that buddy you In know gra- who's never friends. allowed back at a giants home game ever again no. who's that brock purdy yeah about 10 minutes ago and i couldn't believe it all of a it's sudden all his fault they show this they, <laughs> they show the shot of the stands in san francisco and all of us, yeah, like I, I couldn't see because you know we got the four TVs on here. We got the NBA playoffs on, the NHL playoffs are on, Mets are on, up and back. And they they have the shot. You see like three people sitting together, and, and people are standing up and clapping. And one guy kind of waves, and then you know they stay on him, and they then they start to zoom in. And I go, oh my god, it's Brock Purdy, and they all stand for him. And Brock Purdy stood up and waved to everybody like he was Joe Montana or Steve That's Young. Sweet, it gave, it gave Brock Purdy a stand. Good for him. Game. That was so awesome. Hey, he's he's the he's the guy right now. He's the daddy. That was the best. He was, I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't wave. He's got a bad elbow because he waved with his right hand. So I guess that's good news, right? I guess that's good if he's waving with his right hand. Well, at the he game, doesn't have good to news. throw. I uh, mean, I think that's good news. Yeah, I mean, I can wave. I can't do much more with my my left arm, but okay. I mean, and it probably needs surgery. And he's on the comeback trail, and he's a professional athlete, many years my junior. 
Again, professionally ath- professional athlete, I am not. Uh, so uh, bigger, faster, stronger, and damn it, you're going to will that arm up if you're going to get a standing <laughs> ovation. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but that would have been I, – I, honestly, honestly, I did. I expected him to stand up and wave with his left hand. And just wave and go, hey, how you doing? Oh, man, that right arm must be. No, but he waved with his right hand. It's like, hey, how you doing, everybody? Look, Look at, at Brock that. Purdy. Like he's like he's Get in young. there and sell, Look sell, sell. That's so awesome. Uh, but speaking of the NFL, a yeah. really big story today that I'm sure shocked you uh, because it shocked me because there's very few stories that I can wake up and see the first day and go, oh, I'm completely shocked by this. But this one, yeah, this had me as – Jamison Williams, potential franchise wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, who was a high pick last year in the draft. He caught one pass for a 41-yard touchdown because he got hurt in the national championship game. Uh, One of the best young talents in the NFL. He was among four Lions players, plus a commander's player, who were suspended for betting. This was a league-wide investigation, and they violated the league's gambling policy. A couple of other players by Detroit have already been waived by the team. The other players can apply for reinstatement after a year, but for Jamison Williams, he was suspended for six games because what he did was he mobile bet that occurred at the Lions' Allen Park facility. He didn't bet on an NFL game. He was just betting from the Lions' facility, which is against league rules. You walk into the locker room, that's the one rule that's up there. There's no other rules that are up there for the NFL. It's no gambling on games. You do not gamble. In fact, some teams have a guy that just stands there as, teams, as players come in from practice or the medium or games and go, how you doing? Don't gamble. How you doing? Don't gamble. Yeah, don't gamble. How you doing? Don't gamble. How you doing? Don't gamble. How you doing? Right above the believe sign yeah, that all believe, the teams have. play like a champion. Don't gamble. Don't right? bet. The Ted Lasso yeah. believe sign. It says don't, don't gamble. Now, Gambling is legal. Players are allowed to gamble, and what Jamison Williams did would have been legal. He just did it from the Lions facility. He didn't bet on an NFL game, so that's why his suspension is just six games. But th- this is a this is a huge story because the one thing we're learning, and, and to hear Jason Cole, NFL insider, tell us about it earlier today, gambling by players, by NFL players, is really widespread. I expected when we asked Jason Cole last hour, who's been an NFL insider for going on 30 years now. What percentage of players in the NFL gamble to an extent? And I expected Tim to say a large number, maybe 15 or 20%. But he said probably between 30 and 40% of NFL players gamble somehow. Now, a lot of it is benign. It's on pools or tournaments or NCAA tournament games or a college football game or something like that, things you're allowed to. But some get really, really serious. But you're talking about between 30 and 40% of NFL players gambling on games. This is like when we found out the number of players who were taking PEDs in Major League Baseball. If you only knew the number of players really taking PEDs, we only know the wise who got caught, but the number of players that are really taking it, it would blow you away. We only know these guys because they just got caught, but 30 to 40% of NFL players gambling, and you know some of that is serious. It's a huge widespread thing, and this is the NFL's worst vision come to life because the one thing they wanted to do when they embraced gambling was they thought we have everything in place we're not going to have to worry about a lot of these things right gambling we got it handled we're worried about having a team in vegas why that people can bet on their phones now what are you worried about vegas for what do you what do you think guys are going to go to lunch and they're going to get um approached by some guy in a suit who and who has two bodyguards with him saying hey you need to take a dive on this game no that's not how it's done but this is the worst nfl nightmare come to life because they 
didn't. They don't want any of these. Not it's not all they have. They don't want any of these headlines because the more you hear about NFL players gambling, that's the worst things can be for the NFL right now. They will take other scandals they have to deal with. They will take PEDs. They will take teams tanking. They will take a lot of scandals before they will take a gambling scandal. Yeah, the curiosity, and you've seen a number of current and former players come back. Look, this is the big thing. No alcohol at team facilities, right? We've seen a couple of issues where that, you know, may or may not have been served at at team-sponsored activities, be it uh, coaches, players, uh, executives. We've, we've seen those come through. No firearms. Well, we've certainly seen that across myriad sports. And then when it comes to gambling, the fact that uh, it was okay what Jameson Williams did if he hadn't been on the company property, like literally if he'd stepped off of their land and into the street, just get across the curb. You could have done whatever you want. So uh, there, there's certainly some head scratching there to say, hey, you're in bed with all of these betting operatives. Nah, come on. They're grownups. This is a rule. This helps fuel the amount of money that flows in, about half of which goes into the pockets of players. So spare me that, oh, the hypocrisy of it. It's like, no, no, no. There, there's rules we all abide by uh, for the jobs that we do, whether you're an athlete or an accountant. There's so, and anything in between, right, all the way down the line uh, that you can't do. You know, if you work at a school, you can't suddenly abscond with all the uh, the chicken nuggets that were supposed to be the kids' lunch on Friday. I mean, you just can't do it. Uh, same thing here, where you've got these rules in place, and you're going to have guys break them. Uh, you got a couple of the players where suspended because they were betting on NFL games. They were immediately released. You had a couple of people terminated from their gigs uh, in the in Lions uh, offices because of their involvement in this. Uh, the commander's player. I mean, you've got it, and, and certainly it becomes, you know, page one, page two of whatever the new handbook is. Hey, welcome back to the 2023 season. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> okay? Mobile devices, team facilities, all of these things that you, you just got to be smart uh, about. And there's a million ways you need to get your action down. Just don't have it be through you, right? The Calvin Ridley rule of it. Just don't don't bet under your own name. You got plenty of buddies, lackeys, hangers on, family members all the way down the line. Someone else could put the action if you really want to do that. But again, you're playing with fire if it does get traced back to you. So certainly not something encouraged. But this is something the NFL has to be uh, cognizant of and make sure that it's it's the point of emphasis for all these guys and all employees. You know, Frostburg and, and DeSager is part of Chargers stuff. I mean, they, they know the rules of engagement when it comes to this stuff, right? Try to try to get any injury information out of Frostburg during a week about the Chargers. Smith, I mean, we've been trying for years. He got nothing. <laughs> maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. And then you smile and he smiles at you. And and walks away. So you, you've certainly got all of those parts to the equation that need to be considered. Now, uh, overseas, there there is kind of a a regression, as it were, a little bit when, related to how much advertising, how much sponsorship, all of that from gaming entities there are. They're they're seeing that maybe they'd hit their saturation point. While in the U.S., as 
states are still coming on board and you're still looking at it to be included in new stadiums or or sports book added on to existing properties that we, we haven't quite hit critical mass there just yet yeah but but, 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 but I, you, you know, wonder if you do but you get you get that far mike and you've done a great job explaining all all of that out and that's how people you know but i can go even even a different direction with it was How's Kevin, Calvin Ridley not the shining example to say, don't bet on games? Don't bet. This is what happens you to you. Think. You would think. Calvin Ridley missed a whole season. All it took was one. He missed a whole season. I mean, how, how do you not? That should have been it. That should, oh, hey, whoa. Dude got a whole season, man. Okay, I know I know a lot of things I can do. All right, I, mean, I got to make sure I can't get caught gambling. Oh, man. I mean, really, how was Calvin Ridley not the thing that tells players? Because I guarantee you the NFL thought, we're going to do this once. And Calvin, well, Calvin Ridley gets oh, a no. year, and then that's going to be it. And now here they have this going. It's still, that's what I mean. This is the NFL's worst nightmare well, but that they for- can't take care of. Of this. But fortunately, the guys that uh, outside of Williams, so you do have a uh, you know a shining example. Here's a highly heralded rookie on what's supposed to be an up and coming team. Lion Joe, mm. you want to talk about your teams can't have nice things, Smith. I know, I know. Uh, this comes right on you. Uh. But the but the larger idea of the the, uh, the other guys, they're all expendable. <laughs> They were, they're not stars. They're not starters. You know, so they just become casualties of it, which means they it won't resonate because they don't matter. Now, Ridley will come back, maybe puts up massive numbers in Jacksonville and all of that because he's sure as hell talking a good game. But And maybe he starts going on the tour of, look at all I lost because of the, this. But until he does that speaking tour, we're going to continue to see more of this. It's not done yet. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, buddy. Now you're just picturing Groot freezing and not moving. Yeah, and then I went and saw a new movie that had this in it, and I was pissed. Oh, really? It's another Chris Pratt movie. Boo. You know, that's a writer or a movie that says, I want to take this song and make it mine. I'm sick of it being a Guardians of the Galaxy thing. I want to make it mine. Yeah, spoiler alert, it shows up in Mario Brothers. Ah. It's, like, it's even in another print. Chris Pratt vehicle. It makes no sense. Now you just ruined Mario's. Now I'm not going to see it because it I has a song. Killed, I killed, it was actually pretty good. You just ruined it. You well, now, just now go you listen to Peaches a couple more times. You, ju- you ruined the movie. You ruined the movie. No, I, I saved you it. from getting mad at that moment nah, like I did. Yeah, you ruined it. Kids I and I were not happy. I <laughs> pretty salty about it. <laughs> I think like, you ruined it. It was proprietary. <laughs> um, so while we're having a big night in the NBA, and right now there's seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Denver who leads this series over Minnesota 2-zip, is up 105-95 over the Timberwolves. We'll have more on this game coming up in a bit. Uh, my biggest nightmare has come to light. Now, the 76ers up three games to none, have no qualms with talking about things and opining because they think they're so great and everything. And Doc Rivers is the latest to jump in on this. Now they're up 3-zip. Yes, they're going to play next game without Embiid. But here's Doc Rivers saying that he is very upset that the NBA suspended Draymond Green. And this, of course, comes on the heels of Joel Embiid's kick at Nick Claxton last night. And Doc Rivers says the NBA needs to do something about teams trying to goad their star players into retaliatory actions during games. He says he disagrees with Draymond Green being suspended. He was concerned about Embiid's kick last night. Okay, number one, Embiid didn't get suspended. Everything is fine. Draymond Green, he got suspended because he bleeping dared the league to suspend him. If he just takes his ejection, his flagrant two, and he walks off the court, okay, all right, you got ejected, that's fine, you're going to play the next game. But no, he had to go stand on the seats and yell at the crowd when the end, you know the NBA is really concerned about player-crowd interaction. This is in front of Adam Silver, and then post-game, he basically continues to dare the NBA to suspend him. No, I got grabbed, so I, I don't know what to do. My foot's got to come down somewhere, but I got grabbed the last couple of games. He was saying, I dare you to bleeping suspend me, not thinking they would, and when you back somebody into a corner... Of course they're going to have to act. I mean, Adam Silver, who won, you have to know Adam Silver wants to do nothing. And Draymond Green knows this. So the fact that he got out of control and dared the league to suspend him and continued to poke the bear, poke the bear, poke the bear, like Dylan Brooks poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear. Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised you got suspended. Had you been cool, had you just taken your suspend, taken your your flagrant and your take take it like a man, walk off the court, don't talk about it after the game, move on, and you play in game three. But instead, no, I'm going to lose my mind and turn a situation to something potentially dangerous because who knows how fans are going to react if Draymond standing on the chair screaming at you? Who knows what fan hasn't had too much to drink and says, you know, blank you, Draymond, and runs up and tackles him? Who knows if that happens? But that's what Draymond wants 
wanted to do. And then not taking any responsibility post-game? No, he dared the NBA to suspend him. That's why he got suspended. Everything else has been fine. Embiid's not suspended. Every, everything, Draymond did it to himself, and I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh, Draymond did nothing. Well, remember the famous Vince McMahon. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> Draymond screwed Draymond. I know he was doing a lot of whining and complaining, and folks are like, oh, it's a rational approach. Uh, on his podcast, talking about, I didn't know I could get suspended. No, it's an institutional memory. It doesn't go away. Past bad acts and acting like an ass come back to bite you. That's the way it works in the real world when you do stuff outside of the criminal code and and roll through, right? A second offender, third offense, it's going to rise up. Likewise, here in the NBA, they don't suddenly forget, you know, what it's a clean slate because it's a new, no you're the same guy that was doing bad stuff years ago so yes you ended up getting popped here and and to your point i agree 100 percent. just goes back to the bench realize they had the interaction and everybody goes back to work doesn't matter instead you you tried to make it a pay-per-view event live and in living color look what we got something breaking out it's like you're gonna have a heavyweight bout right then and there oh live during this game this is what's gonna happen so no it, that's the way it works and as for doc doesn't he get fined for this doesn't he get fined like you're you're impugning the integrity of the league now uh and the way they adjudicate this stuff joel Embiid got through you got you got to notice that they just let him be i'll tell you man this is one of those cases where i i'm really sick of draymond and his behavior being defended because that's really what it was all about. It was not a one-act thing. It was a Draymond Green in three acts. But no, 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 no. It's all about what you... No, no, no. Take everything into totality, and that's why Draymond got the suspension. Ugh. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, see Mike at Swollen Dome for all your best WWE takes of the 80s, 90s, and today. Uh, but coming up next, we get back into a big story out of the... Major League Baseball Possum Society? Fox. I'm very, very excited about it. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 